this is Mike and Tom from Mike Has a Drink. We just wanted to take a second and talk to you about our favorite app, Anchor. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you know, and even plus that, when you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Yeah, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, man, it's totally free. So listen, you want to start a podcast, you're thinking about trying to figure it out. If the two of us (laughs) figured this out, how hard can it be? So go right now, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You won't regret it. Good evening. How's Reg today? All right. How are you guys? We're doing all right. Um, you know, our southern partner, Chelsea, has been... Uh, I know. Look, Reg, if, if Chelsea wasn't taken, I'd be in love. <laughs> she put a big old dip in. So proud of her. <laughs> That's fair. You were like, let me smell it. And I said, no, no, here. And he legitimately stuck his finger in her lip <laughs> with a tube pouch. <laughs> oh, my. It is what it is. You're next, Reg. These things happen on my cousin's drink. You grew, you grew up out here. You can handle it. No, hard pass. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's fair. Tom, bring us in. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad, because the beer it makes me clap. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! It's a beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Yeah! Shout out! Shout out! Whatever that word is to our main minute psycho stick. And if you have not checked the Facebook page... So what are you doing? They are coming to Pittsburgh. You know she pronounced it right, too. I did. I've, I've been practicing all week for that. Um, coming to Pittsburgh, September 10th. Actually, it's Millville. That's probably not really Pittsburgh. That's outside of Pittsburgh. It's in the beds. Um, so we're the tickets are cheap as hell. They're like I think they're like fifteen bucks. So fifteen in advance, eighteen at the door. Yeah, something like that. So we we're gonna try to get a crowd, man. We need you people to come with us. Mike has a drink. We'll definitely be there with our shirts on. So if you don't know who we are, be you will chance to see us. We'll have some free stickers. We're going to reach out here probably after we're drunk enough that we don't have stage fright to ask those fellas if they want to meet up to do a little podcast. Um, So we're pretty stoked about that. And again, Hudson is starting this episode out out of jail. We will see if he will make it the whole episode this week. I think he's going to do it this time because the peanut butter in his bone is frozen this week. Ah. 
but we'll see. Um, so that was the good news. I have bad news. Yeah, bad news. I do have bad news. What did we get banned from? What, Reg? We said, what did we get banned from? (laughs) We have not been banned, but you know we've got this ongoing issue with uh, Pandora. So I finally got fired up. I sent them an email about like, hey, you know, come on, dude. It's been like since the middle of February. We haven't gotten anything back. And we had to send it to and the wrong. They hit me, oh, sorry, wrong wrong email address. We'll forward it. And then I got this generic-ass email back that said, um, we're sorry, our platform to review podcasts is down. So I fired back and said, if it's been down since February, you all got worse problems than not having Mike has a drink on there to save you. Right? We try, people, but we can only do so We can only do so much, you know? People want to drag their feet and not do their job and let the greatest greatest worst podcast ever on. I mean, mean, maybe the reason somebody's not doing their job is because they they got let go or fired. Maybe we should just give some people some grace. Not to like rain on anybody's like pity parade here. Oh, too late for that. Jeez. But, but, just saying, Reg, Reg, here I am trying to be doom and gloom as we get ready to go into like our three month spell of murder and death. And you just come around with that little light of yours saying, <laughs> I'm going to let it shine. Like maybe, like, maybe we don't blame the people. Maybe we blame, you know, the shitty CEOs who are like, we got to, we got to, you know, increase our margins. So they just no, fire no, a bunch of people. And You're they don't really give a fuck about the little guy who's checking all the podcasts. Be like, yeah, these people are real people. They're not spam. Just, just, just throwing that out there. Like maybe we just be a little bit mad at the corporation, not some you know lay person, just you know trying to go get by. Just all right, Reggie, you convinced me. I'm withdrawing our application to Pandora. Pandora CEO of Pandora. Shove it, pal. We're already on your biggest competitor, iHeartRadio, anyways. Boom! But, um, uh, CEO of Pandora, if you do want to go ahead and approve us, we will be more than happy to uh, provide our podcast on your uh, listening service. Anyways, so, anything exciting happened this week? Anybody? Anybody, anybody, anybody. I went to New York City. <laughs> that was cool. I saw some pics. How many it. times you get robbed? How many times I what? Yeah, there goes New York. That's <laughs> time. I said your hair looks pretty, New York citizen. Oh, yeah. So when my kids got grumpy, that's how I would make them laugh, is I would talk in my really bad Long Island accent. Um. I also, I also like these these dudes in Times Square on a Friday night. 
like they were rather large men cut me off from my kids and I kept like saying excuse me like trying to be nice and like go around them because I'm like holding Mm -hmm. another kid like trying to like just keep up with my other brood part of the brood and they like started cursing at me and I turned around and I was just like I'm just trying to keep up with my kids so fuck off and I just kept walking and I I had never hoped during that entire trip that I would get into a fight in the middle of Times Square with somebody so hard. Um, I really, really wanted to like jack somebody up at that point um, because it it just uh, people people are assholes. Well, Red, that's just. That's everywhere, though, Reg. Yeah, yeah, but it was just like it was like the icing on the cake. Listen, I get like that in audience, right? I'm pushing my cart down. You go down an aisle. There's not many aisles in the place to begin with, and then you got two people that stop next to each other in opposite directions, and they, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. How are your kids? I'm like, come on, Karen, get the fuck out of here. Talk later. Exchange numbers. I got to get to the paper towels. And, and if you happen to be a cool Karen, please do not take Mike's um, you know, <laughs> remarks. Again. No. Hey. Oh. That, that, would, that would be the most Karen thing to do, though, is, is to bitch that we're making a Karen reference. Just, mm-hmm. just saying. Thanks, Reg. I, I, I see how this episode's going to go. <laughs> just saying. Oh, that's cool, cool Reggie. You know, it's all right. It's, I'll, I'll accept your criticism. Um, I wasn't criticizing. I was criticizing Tom. Like, oh, well, keep that like, Complain. That's like the most caring thing to do is to, yeah. to complain. Complain about yeah. complaining. Reg, do you want to kick him off? You can kick him off. No, no, no. All right. That's your warning, Thank you, Reggie. Um, did you know I saw something that since like that don't be a Karen became famous, uh, there's not been a single person in Canada born that's been named Karen. <laughs> I wonder, so did you know that Norwegians have laws about what you were allowed to like yeah. name mm-hmm. your king? And you have to so, like send in for approval. Yeah, you have to submit it in for approval. So I wonder if... Um, Karen is like now not on the list. It's on the banned list. Karen has been blackballed around the world. Crazy. Have we, have we ever deter? Have we ever determined like what a uh, what a Karen? What the male version of Karen is? Is it Ken? Is it Kevin? Is it all of the above? It's uh, anyone that uses a formal name. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding, Reg. Just kidding. Yeah, it has to be like Kyle. I think it's Kyle. Kyle or who Who was the guy like in the 80s movies that always had the sweater around his neck like Biff? Biff. No. <laughs> Biff. 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 Anything like that. Anybody that would wear that sweater wrapped around and... Hey. Don't even tell me you used to do that. It's not a sweater, it's an ascot. 
if if you were named, um, if you shared a name with somebody in the Breakfast Club, or you have a Mattel doll named after you. Yeah, that's fair. Or from somebody from Saved by the Bell. Oh. Zach. Zach. The only one that turned out cool was Screech. And he was a mess. And he and now and he died. Yeah, he did. So, R.I.P. Screech. Hopefully, hopefully you're living a better life now. You're um, not so angry anymore. Yeah. Well, it was drugs, dude. Drugs took a toll on him. I kind of hate all them people. The uh, who was the um, there was the two the two Corys. Mm. They were always in the movies together. Corey Heim. Godman and Heim. Yeah. Poor Corey Feldman, man. Between the drugs and between, you know, the you know, the claims he was making about the the way back early in the day about the pedophiles in Hollywood. Poor guy, man. Now he's he was proved right. Like, you know right. what I mean? Destroyed the poor kid. But that has nothing to do with how we're moving. I have to tell you, Reg, and Tom knows already, like, we're moving into, like, a, a, a theme here between now and, like, October that I'm super excited about. I can't – I got to be honest, though, Mike, this is intriguing, but I'm more excited about what – it's coming at the end. Yeah. The October episode. That's fair. That's fair. But this is the buildup. Yes. We're about, and Reggie, I know we still got to send you the list. We'll send it to you after you come back from your trip next week. Um, this, yeah. This week, next week. Uh, well, it, it's Thursday to Thursday. So it feels yeah. really weird. Yeah, that's kind of. Kind of breaks up your little. That, that's kind of Penn State weird, or State College weird. I mean, it, it is gymnastics, mom. Weird. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. yeah. Yeah. You didn't even have to say gymnastics. Yeah. You just had to say sports, mom. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, um, we're we're gonna take a deep dive into some, like I said earlier, some murders, some deaths, some. Blood and guts. We're gonna hit some serial killers of the of, from way back when. Some serial killers of the future, and then you know one of the other things that we want to do is we want to, you know, since we're out here in Western PA, we're gonna take a deep dive into some some of the murders that have happened out here as well. Um, and it's amazing. When you talk, because I'm not from here, so I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Like, you know what I mean? Someone will be like, do you know about so-and-so? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, my old partner from George, uh, I'm not going to say it. My old partner from where I used to work with kids that were, uh, needed some extra care was over here the other day with Tom and I. And he was like, oh, well, you have to know about this. And, and which Tom and I looked at him like, what? I want to do an episode about that one. 
But um, so we're gonna do some deep dive, and we'll see how I feel at some point. Maybe we'll do an episode about my brother. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm kind of on the fence. You, you know, know what? what I mean? You know, Mike. Um, no matter what decision you ultimately make. I'm a respect. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. So, um, and the only reason I wouldn't is just because of I don't necessarily want my kids to their friends to listen. You know what I mean? But anyways, so um, this week we're going all the way back to Nolan before it was Nolan. Way back when, in the late 1700s, 1787, it was see. part of which country? That was Canadian, yes. And and the little general that could had lost a couple wars, and he needed some cash. And originally, the U.S. was talking to him about just buying Orleans. Just one in New Orleans. That's it. And then he got his butt kicked in a war and said, look, I need money. If this deal's going to happen, you're going to give me $15 million for, it was like, I don't even guess. It was a huge amount of land. Basically, all the French's, the French's holdings down there. The Louisiana Purchase, which... Yeah. Bought like a third of the country. Mm-hmm. So um, here you have you have so you have this little area, right? That at the beginning of the year was Spanish. It was controlled by Spain. Then the French took it over, and now the U.S. is bought, right? So that's kind of what we're dealing with. And back then, the majority of the people spoke French. Oh, that's a different kind of French down there. Oh, it's Creole. Yeah. Um, Especially out in the swamps. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's like that. That's, that's the guy from the Waterboy talk. Yeah. The yeah, we're going to hear that. We're going to hear that. No, man. Yeah. And I apologize if that's your first language. Those of us in my cabinet are not judging you. We're jealous that we cannot speak the way that you can. Uh, you had people when it was Spanish territory and French territory. It was pretty much an open border, right? So you end up with this family coming over from Ireland. And they settle in, and you know they're they're farmers, and they they got some. They, they turn up to turn themselves into a very very wealthy family, yeah. which at that point was um, either McCartney, McCarthy, or McCarthy because it was in record spelled as both. Yeah. Because literacy was not a big issue there. As long as you could work the field, you didn't need to read a book. Right. 
So um, we're going to talk about probably Marie Delphine McCarthy. McCarthy. And then eventually La LaRie. La LaRie. One of, probably back then, one of the most successful, independently wealthy women um, that had a dark side. Very dark. So, before we really get into, like, all of her, I want to talk about what she got caught. Well, before we get to that, can I go ahead and just finish up the little summary on her early life? Okay, go for it, Tom. She was married three times. First two husbands died of mysterious illnesses. Yes, and they were both wealthy. Well, that's not true. The first one was very wealthy. He was sent over from Spain. Right. Got ma- They married her. They're- De La Rocco. Yeah. Morocco. One, I, he um, was, sorry he for the pronunciation, was in charge but, of New Orleans. Um, and and then, she was 13-ish. Yeah. You know, numbers are a little sketchy back then. But 13-ish when she married him. And then after he passed, she married her second husband, which I didn't bother to write his name down. Uh, I'm sure I have it somewhere, but I don't have it. But yeah, his death, his death is termed mysterious. So when the first husband passed, she became extremely wealthy. And everything that like I've read from her, like, you know, when I brought this up to you about talking to her, you were like, oh, American Horror Story, The Covenant, right? Or, yes, Covenant. Covenant. And they had Kathy Bates play her. They could not have picked oh. someone that looked the complete opposite of her. Right? Every every picture, painting, description of this lady is that she was the belle of the ball. Yeah, she was um she was little. She was thin, she was slim, she, she was, was short. Yeah. She was beautiful. Yeah. So I guess the only thing they got right was Kathy Bates is short too. Well, Kathy Bates is awesome. She well, no, I'm not taking anything away from her, but I'm just saying similar. That's where the similarities are. And right, um, but, Kathy Bates is a fantastic actress. So if uh, you're related to Kathy Bates, I mean, can do Kathy Bates, please do not sue my friends. Drink as we are still broke. Um, but her third marriage. Well, before okay. we get to that, the second marriage. Almost financially ruined her. I did not see that. Yes. So, with her first husband, she inherited the equivalent of three million U.S. dollars today. Right. When the second husband died, he owed the equivalent of two and a half million dollars today to his creditors. So she went through this period in between marriage two and marriage three. Of kind of creating herself, like, right. okay, this isn't going to work. Eventually, she's, you know, they were given up when they when they she got married to the second guy. They were given a second second house and all this land, 
And to get rid of the debt, she had to get rid of all of that. And then she became a businesswoman woman on right. her own. And then she meets, falls in love with, and then marries Dr. Leonard Luis Nicholas LaLaurie, which is when most historians credit her, quote, unquote, turned to mean because of her curiosity with watching her husband perform surgeries. And see, and that's where it gets a little sketchy because they call him a doctor, right? But I've read a bunch of stuff saying he was really more, and, and not, that, not that these people aren't doctors, but he was more of a chiropractor back then. Where like when he when he came to New Orleans, get down, Hudson. Come on, buddy. You are not allowed to have any more cigarettes, Hudson. Yes. Time out from the subject. But Hudson decided that I no longer needed to smoke my cigarettes. He was going to go ahead and eat them. And we walked in the house, and he was running around the house with one hanging out of his mouth. He was. Hudson, you are not going to substitute your alcohol problem with nicotine. Well, He's sure gonna try them. <laughs> um, so when he, when this guy, what's his name, Nicholas or yeah, Leonard Lewis Nicholas Lalaurie. When he, when he came over, he took out an ad in the newspaper and basically said that with the advances in science over in France, he was gonna cure. Everything. Well, any smallpox and 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 um, like back then, people that worked hard would get that big curve in their spine. Scoliosis. But they caught it like bubble something. Right. But he was going to cure that. Come see him for some treatments, and he was going to he would crack you back into place, basically. Um. So huge different age. Right. They're they're kind of guessing like at this point she's in her late thirties. Maybe or forty. I was gonna say maybe forty. He's a young buck. So shout out to Madame LaLaurie for bagging a young one. For being a cougar. We can support that. Way to go. Um that's probably about the last thing we can cheer for her about though. Yeah, yeah. Things take a dark turn. But anyway, so he's making a lot of money. She's already self-sufficient. Um, and they, they had a house. They said, I was listening to something today talking about, like, the original house was across from what is now, like, the Supreme Court building down there. Right. On the same road. And she spent... $30,000 back then on a lot at 1140 Royal Street. Yes. Right in the smack dab middle of the French Quarter, pretty much. It's still there. Um, You know, you used to, actually, I was telling Mike, I read an article and then to my own discredit, I didn't check the date of the article before I messaged him. Oh. Which, um, while the production company owned the house, now the production company for American Horror Story Coven 
actually bought the house to be able to film it. That was the only way they were allowed to film in it. Yeah. And they probably bought that from Nicholas Cage. From the creditors well, that Nicholas Cage yeah. that owed money to. Nicholas Cage had it, had it taken away from for bankruptcy. He bought it because he thought if he lived there, it would inspire it would him. It would give him inspiration. And then a business school went in, and then the girls' school, and then. But anywho, um, so they the production company owned it. Oh right. So the production company owned it, and while they owned it. You could rent it and stay there for three hundred and fifty dollars a night right. with a minimum three night right. stay. So I was sitting at work and I get this message from Tom, like, dude, dude, we need to go to New Orleans. And I said, Oh, I'm, into, I'm always down for it. I love that city. Um, you know, back back in the day when I lived in a different financial hemisphere, I actually tried to buy a condo down in the French Quarter. So anybody wants to go to New Orleans? Let me know. Let me know. I will go. It's an awesome place. So Tom goes, okay, I'm seeing two tapes. Tom goes, yo, we need to look into this and book this house. And I went, what are you talking about? And then Mike said, no, I'm going to stay across the street. He goes, you can stay in this place for $3.50 a night. And I said, you know what, dude? I'm out, man. I am not staying there. I'll stay in the hotel across the street. Like, I'm not pushing my luck. But then, as it turns out, once the production crew was done filming, they sold it to an oil tycoon, which I didn't write his name down because I didn't want to suit, an oil tycoon from Texas who put the whole kibosh on everything. You're not even allowed to tour it anymore. Not anymore. Um, But... Someone at some point in between the two of them, I mean, maybe it's them, but people live there now. Or like they live yeah, there. because it turned into an apartment complex. Yeah. But they... That was before the production crew yeah, had bought but it. But now, they turned it all back into the big house again. Yep. And somebody was, like, going around doing, like, the, mo- the most haunted places. And this guy was filming on YouTube, I saw it, and he... uh he was like, yeah, you know, we, we were pretty excited. We thought we'd get to go on a tour, but, you know, you can't anymore. But then there was a lady out working in the yard, kind of like messing in the flower beds. And he was like, oh, do you live here? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? And she was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, you know, is this place haunted? And she goes, well, you know, we've never run into like, anything like real angry or anything like, you know, stuff's not getting slammed shut or anything like that. But she goes, there's certain parts of the house where like, you'll just get like this ice cold feeling. When it was actually apartments, um, many of the residents moved out because of the paranormal experiences they were experiencing like the one gentleman came walking out and there was a male uh, slave, a victim of Madame Lillerie's in shackles and chains and just turned and looked at him with pure hatred and chased him down the hallway. But as soon as the victim got 
to tenant. That's terrible. That makes he disappeared. I didn't but, realize that. So, so Chelsea posted a picture of me on Facebook when oh. I was when I was doing my little whisper into the thing, into the, the microphone. That's not the only dance. Oh, good lord. She has been taking pictures of us for the website yes. tonight. I didn't but, want to tell you but because it looks like it looks like I'm doing drugs. <laughs> and I just want the governor of Pennsylvania to know that I do not support, condone, or do Oh, I support it. I support it, whatever. It's good, man. But okay. while I'm doing a podcast, I don't do drugs. Oh, before or after. I'm not coming. I just posted that. Oh my god. I'm getting you publicity. You owe me now. So, all right, Tom, are we good with your little intro fact? Yeah, yeah, no, it's all right. So, the year's 1834. Oh, you're talking, that's the year of fire. This is when she gets caught. Yes. We're not going to go into all the gory details yet, but it's 1834. This mansion has now been built. It's the tallest building in the city. Um, it's at 1140 Royal Street, like I said before, still there, still and standing. At the time, was the third largest residential estate. Yes, it was huge. In the States. It's, it still is huge. Yes. It's, it's, long, it's like half a city block. I'll say, it just sounded, that was real close to the door. Hang on, we're going to pause for a minute. Maybe. Oh, oh, nice. Hold on, this is Alex's friend. Eli, dropping off a lot. Uh, back up, back up, back up. Yeah. Thanks, man. How'd you get this? It, it was in my, like, you left in the back. Who's that in there? My car. Oh, that's there. But you left in the back of my, <laughs> you left in the back of my car, uh, right up, right behind my passenger seat. You've been missing this. Yeah. He, he asked me a long time ago, and I was like, I'll check my car. Is there money in it? Find it. Is there money? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh sweet. There was no money. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, so anyway, sorry about that. You never know what's going to happen on Mike has a drink. Um, like, I thought I saw someone walking real close yeah, to the window. That That's weird. why I was like. And then they came to the front door. Listen, if you ever come visit us or come stalk us, don't go, don't go to the front door. And, and don't knock on the sunroom door. Yeah. Come to the sunroom and knock on the big Hudson door. Hudson will let us know you're here. Um, so Isn't that like all dog owners, though? Like. I feel like I tell people to like either like don't knock, don't ring the bell, just come in this door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now Hudson won't bark. Hudson, the only time I've heard him bark. I've never heard him bark. The only time he's ever ever barks is when the cat hides behind under like a chair and he's trying to get her. And then he barks and you're like, damn, where'd that man voice come from? Right, because it is deep and it is. So like hollow sounding, but I want to say hollow sounding because it like echoes. Yeah, it's he's he's a big boy. He's not afraid. Um, so I guess to set the scene back then, it's not like it was now. 
Yeah, it's not like. In all fairness, like we said about a lot of things yeah. between back then. But like, if you go down the French Quarter now, it's bar after bar after bar after bar after bar, after bar right? Back then, theme restaurant bar, theme yeah. restaurant theme bar, theme yeah. The wealthy people to show how wealthy they were, they would have parties. And her parties were legendary because they would start on a Thursday afternoon and go through Sunday. It's like a Mike has a drink camping trip. Pretty much. Except they were not giving up free hugs. Um, see, see, and that, that's the start to downfall of evil. If you don't yeah. give out free hugs, that's the first sign of serial killer. Yeah, it could be. We might have to have that, have that added to the, was it the DSMV? Sure. The medical book. Um, so at this particular time, she's she's having a big party at her house. A fire breaks out in the kitchen. Which, do you know how the fire started? I do, but okay. maybe there's other people that don't, so why don't you tell me? Because um, she kept her 70-year-old servant woman chained to the stove. Yes. And why did she start the fire? You don't know? Because of the way she was mistreated, I, I assume. Because that day, she made Madame LaLaurie upset. And Madame LaLaurie told her she was going to head up to the third floor. Up to the attic, party. after the party. Okay. So... The you fire know, breaks were, out. People there, are there were quite a few that turned out to do that instead of dealing with her yes. punishments. Yeah. So, so it turned out later she was trying. To, she told the police she was trying to commit suicide. But this is that was her downfall. That fire was her downfall. But I don't think we're ready for that yet. No, because investigations started beforehand. Um, because a twelve-year-old. Servant girl. Um, say her name was Leah Laya. Leah Laya. She accidentally snagged LaLuri's hair while brushing it. And then took off running through the house, in which. Because Madame LaLaurie was chasing her with, with a, whip. a whip. Yes. Like. Like, you're done. It's on. I'm going to whip you. When you fall, I'm dragging you to the attic. And. Yeah. So this poor girl gets up to the roof and decides to dive off of the roof in order to avoid going to the attic. Yes, right to the middle of the front quarter. All the neighbors see it. And they and see Valerie come out the house, pick her up, and her, her lifeless body toss her down a well. And they and she was dropped into the well. So obviously she gets turned in. Right. Um and they don't send the cops. They don't send like, you know, didn't exist back then. So they back then they're New Orleans was corrupt. <coughs> well, it was corrupt, but like 
they had like a code of, you know, if you have slaves, this is how they need to be treated. So they had some standards, I guess. If you can have standards, it, I mean, it's if a villain could have standards, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, there we go. They had a code. So they sent this attorney over to remind them of the code. In which both La, Lori, and her husband summed up in modern day terms said, fuck off. Mm -hmm. um, but what was, but so what they, they got Nicholas Leonard, what Dr. Leonard was quoted with saying is, uh, uh, you're too early. That's at the fire. Oh, that's at the fire? Yes. You're too early. That's at the fire. Um, but they pretty much get like a $300 fine. And it happens again. Another, this time it's an adult, jumps out of the, the third-story window, window yep. into the middle of the road. Right before um, the attic entrance. Yes. Like, Lollerie is unlatched, unlocking the attic. They're dragging him in. He gets away, jumps out the window, because he does. nobody in this house wants to go up to the attic, because you never come back. And plus, I, I got to interrupt and interject, and I might be cutting way ahead here a little bit, but not only does she physically torture these poor people, she's psychologically yes. tortured. She would leave her dead victims hanging. So they decomposed. Right? You come walking in, and you see, you know, oh, that's what happened to Joe. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, uh, six months later. Oh my! You know that's yeah. gonna. Yeah. And the only way you can <clears throat> tell is because of an injury that he had. Right. That she was more than likely yeah. caused. So he jumps out, and now they say, "Okay, there, there's something going on." So they get in trouble, and they say, "You're you're not taking care of of your slaves." We're taking nine of them from you. How they came up with nine, I don't know. But they decided nine of her slaves were going to be taken from the house and not given their freedom, but re-auctioned yeah. off. Right. Which I imagine for them was still light. I, I don't Could know. Could you imagine? Like, but that hey. Anything's better than where I'm at now. Right, that's what so, I'm saying. Like super, super. I mean, as happy as you could be, you know, to get, at least get out of that. It's still shitty because you're going to be a slave somewhere else. Right, but, but at least you're not with someone who's going to. You're, you're not going to go to the attic and disappear, right? Right. So they go to the auction. Do you know what happens? Oh, they tell a, a, a relative buys them. And oh, they go right back to where they came from. A relative buys them, throws oh. them back up into the cart, right? So these people are like, oh my God, I'm free. What the fuck? Pulls right back I know up this in, house. Right back up in front of the house, and in they go. I can imagine they all nine went straight on up to the attic. I don't know that answer, but. It probably didn't work out well. One could assume. Yeah. Um, and they, and then whenever she gets caught, it was a shock because, like, when she was in public, 
Oh, dude, she was. She mean. treated the. She treated her slaves. She treated other other slaves very well. So we flash to the party. Fire breaks out. The people at the party, the neighbors, are all trying to put the fire out. The police come. The mayor comes. They refuse to give the fire, the rescue, the quote-unquote rescue at the time, because I'm pretty sure it was just a bucket brigade. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, <laughs> we've got a fire. Everybody grab a bucket. Come on. Um, so they absolutely refused to give the bucket brigade the keys to the attic. Yeah, but on top of that, she was running around the house collecting all her valuables. So she was getting her fur coats, her jewelry. She's like grabbing it by the handful, running it out to the carriage, right? So people are like, this is a little weird. Like, okay, here we are. We're at this party. We know you have, have X amount of slaves and like there's none around. So they eventually get up to the third floor and they say, what's behind that door? Nothing. Nothing. And this is where the quote I was trying to say earlier comes into effect where um, Dr. Leonard says, um, people ought to mind their own business and not worry about what happens in the back rooms of their betters. Yeah, which is translated in today's term. The fuck off. Um, so they eventually kicked the door open. And at this point... Madame LuLaRie and her husband are like, oh, shit. She jumps in a carriage. Yeah, they disappear in the crowd. takes off, right? So they kick this door open, and nothing could prepare them for what they're going to see. Anything from anywhere. Now, I read several different reports, um, and the numbers always place between 50 to 100 victims at the time of the discovery with many more found years later during yes. a renovation. Yes. Um, so they kick open the door. They see the, the dead the dead bodies, obviously, already. Then they What's start the looking around. Although, in all fairness, Mike, which is exactly where you're heading, Worse than the dead and half decomposed and even fully decomposed bodies. All the torture that's happening in this place. There's all the ones that are still alive. Yes. So. And the only things that the rescuers are hearing them mumble is. Kill me. Kill me or please end it. Yep. So they, they find numerous people with collars around their necks. With inward facing spikes. Yes. That's so tight that if they would breathe, like take a deep breath, it was piercing them. The more you breathe, the deeper it digs. Yes. Other ones, same same situation with the collars. They're a little bit bigger, but if you laid down, they, they were forced to stand. If you laid down or leaned against anything, it would pierce you and you would die. Um, and the crazy thing is... That's probably like the the, the quote unquote nicest. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> it's probably the least horrendous. You know, 
do you want to know one of her favorite ways to murder her female victims? She would chain them up by her by their arms. Right. Okay. So then she would disembowel them. And wrap their bowels then, around them. Yep. 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 Wrap their bowels around them as they belt and leave them there to just die, die like that. And everybody watched it that was up in that room. Um, probably the two that really stick out to me is there was a cage. It was a small cage. Yes. To make this lady fit into the cage, her and presumably her husband, because he's the freaking doctor, right? Broke broke the bones at the joints, reset them backwards so that she was like a crab. Just to fit her in this small... So she would fit into the small cage without being able to stick anything out of the cage. Like, that's that's sick. Well, I mean, as bad as she treated her slaves, okay, um, like her daughters actually had a little bit of compassion. Yeah. And they would sneak food and water yeah. and substance to the yeah. ones in the yeah. torture chamber. Yeah. And then like when she, she would catch them, Reggie, she would mercilessly beat them. Beat with, her with daughters. With a catty nine tail is what it was yep. for doing that. Like, okay. Well, I, I'm not going to say I understand her, but for the sake of the phrase, okay, I understand that, but I don't understand you beating your own daughters no, no. for death. Well, we're going to find out at the very end here what she really thought about her daughters. That's, um, that's pretty fair. Um, and then the other one that stood out to me that was absolutely gruesome, there was an old man in there, probably in his 60s, right? Chained up to the wall. Oh. And they used one of the old school drills to drill a hole into his through his skull into his brain, right? And then just whenever they got bored or whatever, they grabbed the stick shoved it in the hole, and, and scrambled his brain. And then other times, they would heat a fire poker and stick it in there. Many, many of her male victims, like the male skulls they found, had holes mm -hmm. drilled in their head like that. And the one um, actually was still alive with a hole in yes. his head full of maggots. Yes. <laughs> um, as Wait, which ties into my next fact. As much as she hated her female slaves, like she was just yeah. Every male victim was found with missing fingernails, missing eyes, and genitals removed. Yes, and they say, and I read something that said, Tom. I don't know if you saw this. They would remove them in slices. Yes. Like it wasn't the whole thing at once. Nope. And then they would find other, they, there were some experiments where they would take the male genitals and attach them to females to see if they could complete that transplant. And, but also they would, um, they found some bodies that they sliced off pieces of the butt like in like slices. So you have to wonder if that stuff was getting served to her guests at her parties. Um, no. Well, 
it's assumed no it's assumed that they were fed to other slaves other slaves that's fair which so, uh, there's no proof but that's just that's just the majority of historians opinion but like going so going back to the guy the guy with like the hole drilled in his head and like them like brain scrambling him like how many slaves and like she kept a ledger of like all the slaves that she killed which was like i think like she had like documented like 62 of them right like how many like how many slaves did she experiment on and die like before they figured out like that they could like drill a hole in a specific place and poke like a certain part of the brain, like, right. and they would survive. Uh, yeah, and like, but like that, like, also comments on like so much of like modern day medicine is mm-hmm. like founded on so much, so many of like these barbaric acts by like, yeah. and it's. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyways, so get caught. They flee. All this stuff comes out. They take the slaves and, and put them in the jail so they can give them medical treatment. They said over like a week period, over 4,000 people came in to see them because no one could wrap their. Like, like no one could believe they it. They wrap their brains around how big they were tortured. <laughs> Especially knowing her personally, like in the social scene, not the personal scene, but knowing her in the yeah. social scene of her being like very well mannered, as as Mike alluded to earlier, especially to other people's slaves, like she was. Like, if you were to yell at one of your slaves in a public restaurant, she would walk over and chastise you. Yes. Yeah. Which, which well, was I mean, unheard I, of back then. People didn't do that stuff. You know, and I suppose if you're doing what she was doing, mm-hmm. uh, the, the best thing to do is to make yourself look like yeah, look like an angel, look like a like so, a, uh, a saint. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know, whatever the word is. Right. Um. So she flees. I'm not really sure what happens to the husband. I don't um, think he goes with her. Yes. He does? To Alabama. He stays in Alabama. She continues to flee to Paris. Yes. Where she spends the rest of her life in peace doing historians are not sure. Uh, there's some there's there's some uh, gray area there. There's oh, um, okay, all right. Well, what, but, but she flees, Tom? Guess who didn't go with her? Her daughters. Her daughters. Her daughters were left. She left them, and they lived in poverty, like homeless, on the outskirts of the town um, until down the road. And then, you know. And then it came out that they were actually, you know, nice and yeah. tried to sneak food. And, and they were given state, and she had sent some money over to take care of them eventually but like she left them which kind of explains why she had six kids and only two of them were actually living with her yes um she um so so then she dies in paris on december 7th 1849 now 
most historians believe that she is buried in the St. Louis yes. Cemetery Number 1 in New Orleans. But it cannot be confirmed. And so, like, no one's really 100% sure how she died, where she died, when she died. Like, that's a right. guesstimate. Right. And there, there's, like, an urban myth in that she fled the city and then eventually snuck back in and bought, like, a house, like, in the Garden District. Or what's now the Garden District. Well, you know, it, and Because they can see there was a check written at some point from her for the purpose of the house and the renovation of the house. But they don't know if that occurred so that her daughters had a place to live or if eventually she changed her appearance a little bit and snuck back in. Right. Well, while we've got time here, let's go ahead and Tom's Dad Joe Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. We almost we almost got away with the reg. <laughs> so I, I, I went a little um, – Morbid with the dad jokes this time. Okay. Hey, Reggie, mm-hmm. why do ghosts use an elevator? Why do ghosts use an elevator? Yes. Because it lifts their spirits. Oh my God. Lord, God help us. You know, and, and but. You know, aside from that, I'm sure my neighbor, Nicholas, is trying to poison me. You're an arsenic. No. Chelsea. No, no. Chelsea, go out to my porch, find find my drill, (laughs) and a hole saw. I know. Out of all the ones. Still, once again. Tom, Tom, those were so terrible. Yeah. You're out of here. Hey, hey, Mike. Do not make me say the one on air that actually made you laugh. That never happened. It was on our air. I thought it was. No, it no, wasn't it on wasn't. air. Do it. It was not on air. Do it. Okay. Yep. So we're doing a special. Tom gets to do three tonight because this one is Mike's no, no, favorite. No. no, no. We're subtracting it from next week. Oh, well, next no. Next week will be one. No, no, no. Well, then you better not tell it. All right, then I'll tell you next week. All right. So I won't wait. I won't be on next week. I need to hear it. And I need Tom. Hey, Reggie. Yes. What do what do the Backstreet Boys and algebra teachers have in common? They both want to tell me why. Go to curve, Reg. <laughs> now, Mike actually sat there straight face for about 15 seconds and then broke laughing his ass off and raised his toes to me. So I don't care what he's saying now. That's <laughs> Mike's mom, favorite joke. Made my mom laugh last night. Was wow. It must be decent. It must, that might not be a dad joke, though. Yeah. You know, that's fair. That's fair. So, all right, look, we're we're running out of time. Um, Do us a favor. You follow us on Facebook. Share the page with people. We're up to like 133 people that are following the Facebook page. Help us keep it growing. Email us if you got a uh, new subject you want us to talk about. Or or uh, if you're a serial killer expert. Or a counterpoint. 
to what we have at Mike has a drink at gmail.com. And obviously the Facebook page is Mike has a drink on Facebook. We uh, also have Instagram now. Uh, Mike has a drink. There's not really much content there yet because I just did it the other night. Chelsea's going to be the uh, in charge of that. Uh, we are on TikTok. Mike has a drink. Uh, still not on fucking Pandora, but maybe someday. Um, reach out. Let us know what you want. We're working on a price for shirts still. Uh, things move slow out here in Western PA. It's not like uh, the other side of the state where you ask for a quote and they give it to you before you hang up the phone. Well, yeah, and, they're, and they, they'll quote you shirt like two bucks. You know what I mean? They you wash them once and they shrink four sizes. Um, but listen, thanks for joining us. Thanks for putting up with uh, Tuesdays with Tom. Everybody's favorite segment. Uh, All right, it actually might not be, but that's what I like Tom, to believe. Listen, it's Tom's favorite segment. That, that that's true. Uh, we love you all, especially me. I love you for listening yeah. to my awesome joke. Shout out, shout out once again to our boys at Cedarsburg. September 10th, down near Pittsburgh, Millville, Pennsylvania. We want to bring some bring the crew out. Um, tonight's drinks. We started with voodoo. Once we once we kind of got the alcohol content moving, we switched over to the Bud Light citrus flavored beer. Uh, you know what? I'm a grapefruit fan, and their grapefruit yeah, one's pretty decent. All, all of them were decent. Mm -hmm. See, I'm not a lime fan, so I, I kind of skipped over skipped the lime. lime. That's fair. And, hey, on Sunday when we did our market research with the hard coffee, right? who knew there was, like, there's a line in the sand. There is. You either like the Paps or you like Rebel. Like, there's no in-between. I'm – I'm a Pabs man. I'm a Pabs hard coffee man. I'm going to tell you right now. They all sucked. <laughs> well, they did, but the Pabs were better. Way too much sugar. And like I said on the Facebook page, I'm just waiting for my hard black coffee. Yes. That's all I want. Don't put any sugar in it. Make that bitch alcoholic. I'll drink it all day. I want it as dark as my soul. Yeah. I want it as dark as Tom's heart. Oh. Well, I start in my shirt. I know. There's not even a color for that. It's just called Black Hole Black. Black Hole Black. There it is. Reg, have, <laughs> have a great time out west. Reg, travel safe. And this time, please bring us souvenirs. Yeah, we're still waiting for our little no, tower Reg, piece. Just bring me a souvenir. Y'all don't need one. And watch out for the scorpions out there, Reg. The little ones are the most dangerous. Yeah. It's yep. all based on the claw size. And every everything in the desert wants to kill you. Yeah. And Australia. That's why I don't want to go there. I want to go to Australia just because yeah. the beaches look beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And guess what? You step in the water, the sharks will kill you. Or the jellyfish. If you go out or to the, the outback, if you go to the outback, there's 47,000. There's spiders that in Australia bigger than a freaking car, dude. Yeah, but they don't like people. Yeah, because, and you know what they do? They kill you. 
No, they don't. They're yes. running from you. I was all set. The Huntsman spiders are like, no, more scared of them than you are of, of snakes. No, that's bullshit. They're going to kill you. Is this a wrap up? Or you guys We're wrapping up. Shit. You, you're out of here, too. Listen, listen, Reg. That was like the second time in real history that Chelsea's been I fired. wanted, I was all set. Like, I'm going to freaking Australia. I'm going to kid, kidnap a baby kangaroo and a baby koala bear. I'm bringing them back to Mercer. I'm going to let them Dude, into my yard. Kill you. I'm like, I don't even care about that. I wouldn't even have made it to the koala bear. There's freaking snakes and it's just Australia's full of monsters, dude. Just stay away. Australia? Australian animals are a lot like Chuck Norris. If you can see Chuck Norris, he can see you. Right. If you can't see an Australian animal, it can still still see you. That's right. Listen. All right, this is way off subject. but yeah, I was I was window shopping on Tinder the other day. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Window? <laughs> what else would you call it? And he wonders oh why baby? he's single. No, Tinder's like a meat mart. <laughs> why were you on it? Because I was shopping for meat. Yes. <laughs> um, like medium rare, in case anybody's wondering. Just in case you're wondering, Chelsea, stop it. <laughs> so. There was there was a, a, a Mike's not sure of the temperature. He just wants a warm pink center. Yeah, I'm not picky. Um, so <laughs> come on, you're distracting me. There there was someone that had a profile, a young lady, who said, "I'm I'm visiting family out here in Western PA. I'm here for two months. I'm looking to find someone that wants to move to New Zealand with me because <laughs> I have to stay there for ten more years." Why ten years? Well, it's irrelevant, right? I was like, oh, my God. New Zealand. Not really. Not really irrelevant, right? New Zealand. She's a 10-year sentence. She's still serving time. (laughs) New Zealand is almost as bad as Australia. Dude, it's worse. The bully sharks are worse in New Zealand than they are in Australia. Yeah, look, if I go to any of those places, I'm just staying in my pool, dude. But that probably doesn't work either because the freaking snakes will come in. Well, that and bull shark can survive in them. How the hell is a bull shark going to go from the river to my pool? Um, they can't monsoon walk, season. They can't walk across the ground. Monsoon season, flooding. So, uh, if anybody's looking to go back to Canada, where things freeze and die, see that's why nobody likes Canada though, because it's too damn cold. That's not true. We love Canada. No, we love Canadians. Philly and uh, what was the other one? We love Canadians. I just don't like being cold. Tom, Mike, and the is not. Listen, I'm I'm at the age now. I hate the cold. Tom, 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 that was a missed dad joke opportunity. Is it? Is it? Are you a Canadian can? A Canadian can or a Canadian can't? Thank you, Reggie. <laughs> wow. Reggie, like, remember your comment, like, I don't know how long ago. About- hey, can we just go ahead and get Tom's Mike- dad jokes out of the way no, early? No, no, no. Mike, no, no, drink- that was- Mike drinks alone. It might have just <laughs> My gosh. Tuesday's the only day I have company you. when I drink. Besides Hudson. 
And that's more of like a wrestling match because he tries to steal my drinks. So, all right, anyways, look. We're, well, speaking of, oh, look. holy crap, dude, Hudson made it a whole episode. Hudson, congratulations, job, bro. Buddy. He's a good boy. He didn't get kicked off. Because you don't know what he that's did the, in the living that's room. That's because we're going to walk in the other room and find a hole in the pool table or something. From the bottom. Yeah. Um, we're going to wrap up. For some reason, they didn't cut us off today. It's so hard. Because they like what we said about no, Pandora. I think it's because they know that we're looking at some other platforms to maybe start recording because we found the last couple of episodes have been spotty. Hopefully, they work that out. If not, Podbean, here we come. Oh, uh, put it out there. Right put it out there. Get your shit together, Anchor. Anchor, fix it. Um, or you're going to lose this whole, yeah. you know, huge money generating right. operation We're that we are. We're taking our $2.43 and going elsewhere. That was risky for you, too. You know that, right? You got to live on the edge anymore, child. Uh, yeah. You know what? Okay. You We're know not what? playing it safe anymore. You know what? The boss man said dive in. I got to dive in. We're not playing it safe anymore. We're working to get those big money ads. <laughs> so, Anchor. Like Limu Emu and Doug. Yeah. Do freaking better, Anchor. We need better ads. We got the people now. We got the numbers. Get us a better act. I think maybe you guys could do <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of every podcast. You might get better service. Shush! Oh, that was Chelsea has been on our ass commercials. That was the best first commercial ever. Because listen. If you listen to it, if we can do it, you can do it. And then you got lady walking around, <laughs> making noise. You should have. That was your commercial. Yeah. yeah. Should have been put away. It should have been. You. It was awful. Lady is the queen of the house. Lady okay. does not go to puppy jail. Lady does not get put away. You do not put lady in the corner. And- <laughs> Father, and she's only 16, and the dude trying to bang well, her. That's baby. Oh, wait, sorry. That's baby. Sorry. <laughs> you can put baby. Hollywood. You cannot put lady. What are you talking about? Dirty dancing. Dirty dancing. Oh, my God. So, so far on the Reggie, list- Reggie, I'm not wrong, though, right? Baby is 16, and Patrick Swayze's character like was like 46. Like 32. I mean, it is, let's just say in today's time, it is definitely not okay. (laughs) But on top of that, you know what else isn't okay, Reg? We've now discovered that Chelsea has never watched Karate Kid. Nope. No. Never never watched Grease. Nope. Oh, well, that's okay. And now, Reg, what's wrong with Grease? Um, I strong, I strongly dislike Greece for a multitude of reasons, but I will say that my mom, when I was growing up, always told me that I should marry a man like John Travolta, and I really dislike John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, that may not have been the best advice, Reg, but, um, she never saw that, which upsets me, because... Way back when, when I was in college, I went on spring break to London, went to see a musical. It was Grease. 
And Sandra D smiled at me the whole time. <laughs> I gave her my number, but then I had to change phones because back then when you switched service, you couldn't take your number. So some poor sap is getting phone calls from the lady that played Sandra D. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Um, and now we find out she's never seen Dirty Dancing. I, like Are I you going to wait? Listen, time out, time out, time out. Most of the club. Kelsey, have you seen the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 1994? That's Pro a no. Probably. I'm That's a no. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Ninja Turtles. Have you ever watched Buck? Isn't that with the, the, the big guy? John Candy? Yeah. I have seen that. Have you seen Spaceballs? I have seen that. What about History of the World Part 1? But you can't call Spaceballs in that class. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't like I mean, them. That's a whole nother. They are time-defining movies. Mm, Labyrinth? Pulp Fiction. Uh, with Tom Cruise? Lever does not that Tom Cruise. That is my favorite movie. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to watch <laughs> Top Gun. Tom Cruise was in it too, wasn't he? I don't think so. No. Which no. one was Tom Cruise? Which one was Tom Cruise in then? Tom Cruise yeah, is an asshole. Uh, well, he is an asshole, but he was in one of those movies. That was my favorite. He was in Top Gun and Risky no. Business. Reggie, between Top Gun <laughs> and that style movie. Well, let me let me do a callback here real quick. I, we were just, we were just talking about John Candy, right? One of my favorite John Candy movies. What the fuck is he? He's shredding his golf thing. One of my favorite John Candy movies is Nothing But Trouble. Oh. Because... It features Naughty by Nature when Tupac was still a member mm -hmm. of Naughty by Nature. And man, kids today don't understand how lucky we were. What are you finding? He might have been a random person in Yeah, he was I'm pretty he sure wasn't the main character. No, 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 no. But I'm pretty sure he was in that movie. I think he was. I'm trying to look this up, and he might have been. In what movie? Labyrinth. No, Tom Cruise was not in Labyrinth. The baby was played by by. Um, he was not the main character. His name is actually Toby, and it's like the son of the one of the producers or the director. And then Jim Henson and Brian Henson did all the puppets. Jennifer Conley got her start. She was like 16 when she did this. And then you got David Bowie as. Jareth, and I know yeah. this because it's my favorite movie. No, Legend. Legend's Legend. the movie you're thinking I'm of. I'm sorry, Reggie. Yeah, I was in Legend. Legend. I'm so sorry. It's right here. I right. was incorrect. Tom Cruise was in Legend, which is a labyrinth-esque movie. Which I, I do have to say, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. I'm not. But one of his interviews like Made me go, hey, 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 all right, man, I can respect that. 
when in the one um, movie he did, which I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to n- n- name it because we might get sued. Well, we just named 42 movies. In, in the one Mission Impossible where he's running down the side of the building, mm-hmm. which that was actually him. So he went to the stunt coordinator and said, no, I'm doing this. How do I do it safely? And the stunt coordinator said, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, you no, no. How do you do it safely? You let us do it. So then, then if you ask him, well, I mean, was that you and a stunt? He goes, oh, yeah. I just convinced him to get a new stunt coordinator. So I, I can respect the drive of wanting to do something so well, much. Did you know that the one story is, I don't know if it was Top Gun 1 or Top Gun 2. I think it was Top Gun 2. He walked in and wasn't happy with, like, the music and all Oh, yeah, it was Top Gun 2 because, um, um, oh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Me too. But whoever's saying Danger Zone and Kenny Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. No, Kenny Loggins redid Danger Zone for, like, a modern take on it for to be the theme song for Top Gun 2. And he fired everybody. Oh. And everybody loved it except Tom Cruise, so he fired everybody because he didn't like it. Oh, so, so I have a fun adjacent story. Um, so one, uh, so one of the bands that is on the Top Gun soundtrack, Berlin. Um, Tom, did you know that we went to high school with Rod Learned's kids? Who? So Rod Learned um, played the drums in Berlin. Yes, yes, I knew that. And, and so I was at I was in college. It was like my freshman year, and my my roommate and I, best friends in high school, roomed together. Um, we you were watching like the the like bands reunions that was airing on MTV. And I'm like looking there and we're like, watch, we're watching it and we're like, oh, it's Berlin. Like, that's awesome. And then I look and I was like, why, why is Mr. Learned on the TV? Right. Oh my God, I forgot about that. So shout, shout out. Man, Mercer's like the hotbed of music. Yeah. One of my well, one of our generation's greatest musicians came from Mercer. Who the Beatles? Trent Reznor. <laughs> the Beatles. The Beatles were highly overrated oh. because of. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Reggie and women listeners. But the Beatles came highly overrated because. They were cute boys from somewhere other than America. Uh, you don't have to apologize to me. I don't think boys. What the hell was wrong with us? I mean, kind of like Elvis. Elvis you could don't just have to apologize to me. I don't particularly care for the Beatles, so I yeah. guess I guess there's that. So this being said, all our listeners are getting like. Uh, this is normally like the post podcast nonsense that we talk about, right? So but hey, we're not getting cut off. So. Yeah, so Edgar must know we're not happy. Um, so this is this is typically what happens after the podcast. We get on the phone and just start talking about nonsense. 
That's right. You are getting a special preview to the podcast after show. That's right. Um, and if you donate enough money, we'll have you actually attend in person. But listen, it's getting late. I have to work in the morning. My schedule changed. It comes early. Hudson's a jackass sleeper and likes to wake me up at five in the morning. So this week, man, just 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 be nice. Like you know, peace. Hold a peace. door for a stranger. Yeah. Say thank you. Leave your quarter in the freaking cart at Aldi's. Make Put your cart in the goddamn bin. Yeah, that drives me nuts. I've actually been seeing that at Aldi's now, too. People right? leave their carts in the parking lot. Come on. Like, one really pissed me off because it was the cart was left in the parking spot next. Thing. Yeah. And I, you know, obviously the people were gone at that point in time, but I was still like loud as shit in the parking lot. Like, come on, people. Yeah. It's just, right next to it. Don't be lazy. Like the people, the guys that do collect that, and the girls that collect that, they're paid to collect from the areas that the carts get placed. They're not paid to walk around the damn lot and pick up the yeah. They cart. Don't, they don't get bonuses yeah. for chasing loose they, carts. You're too like, freaking lazy to put away. But that being said, since you know we like to end on a positive note, Tom. We do. We love you. Thanks for listening. Once again, start donating money. Well, I don't even know how you can, but we have that set up somewhere, somehow. If you do, um, Reggie's going to call and... Uh, Wish you a happy birthday. She'll give you a happy birthday call. So, and it won't be in the style of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> that's fair, right? What about Drew Barrymore style? Is... Is that a thing? I mean, well, I can't even like, I, I get, there's a story of like Keanu Reeves picked her up on a motorcycle for her one birthday. Um, she got David Letterman on his birthday on live. That's not my car. That is not your car. That's your car. Anyways, all right, look. Reg, have a good time. Be safe. Stay away from all the dangerous animals out west. East. No, she's going west. I know, but she's in the east right now. Yeah, but there's no dangerous animals in State College. Except for Mike! Because the Nittany Lions killed them all. Um, do something nice for somebody. Pay it forward, day. people. Pay it forward. Uh, that's about all we got. Take care. See you next week. Later, Reg. Bye, Reg. Bye.